Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of F&I Talk Outside the Box from EFG Company. Today's podcast is brought to you by EFG Company's new motorist assistance plan, otherwise called MAP. You'll learn more about how this product will enable you to equip every customer with protection later on in this episode. I'm Dave Gibbs, and I'm here with my fellow EFG training manager, Mr. Jason Hash. Jason, who do we have for our guest on our show today? Hi, all. Uh, today's guest is Amy Matheny. She is a business office manager for Marhofer Automotive Group. Uh, since taking our F&I class in March, Amy has maintained an average PRU or PVR lift of 39% in her F&I performance, making her a top performer. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Amy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you being here. It was exciting to see your name, 39%. That's, um, you, you should be proud. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Well, do me a favor, Amy. Um, give our audience an idea of your background and experience as far as you know, sales or finance and kind of what your role looks like at Marhofer. My job here is to make sure that customers feel confident in the purchases that they're making, explaining such things as rate, money down, terms, um, possible benefits that they're entitled to, which would be the gap, the map star, the service contract, tire and wheel, and so on. And also doing all that while increasing profitability for the dealership at the same time. Well said. So how long have you been in the industry or or also, you know, in, in the business office? Well, I've been in the industry since 2015, and I've only been in the F&I business office a total of about a year. No, oh, that's outstanding. Well, congratulations again on that, that PRU, PVR, your, your success after coming to class. That's awesome. My trainer was awesome. Thanks. That was, uh, that was not Dave, right? That's right. Let's <laughs> say you. I won't mention names, but everybody's been fabulous. So Amy, being that you recently went through our F&I producer class with none other than Mr. Jason Hash himself, give me one or two of your biggest takeaways from what you got out of the class. You have to believe in the product. You have to believe in what you're doing and building value in it um, on each and every deal. If you don't, they won't. I got to visit with you post-class at your dealership up there in Ohio. And I think one of the things you had spoke to me also was it really helped you kind of have a complete process or strategy when when you were taking back clients is is that what I remember correctly? Yeah, absolutely. Before my class, I didn't really have a process, but the class gave me a process as far as, you know, my steps and my iPad and my tools and, you know, everything like that. It just made everything more streamlined and precise. Now that you've had this huge bump, 39% increase in your production, what's your benchmark for success now? I'm always changing my benchmark. My current benchmark is 1600 per copy, 60% BSC. But as a dealership, you know, my benchmark is to create a world-class experience for my customers. Well, Amy, having the benchmarks at 1,600 uh, PRU and 60% service contract penetration, that, that's going to be strong performance for you, right? Yes, sir. Um, what about your aftermarket targets? Um, I'm, I'm above all my targets right now. And really, it was just staying in the fight longer. I and mean, that's one of the things that Jason, um, I walked away with was, you know, don't give up so easily. Find out why and stay in the fight longer. So, you know, that's what I've been doing. And it's a constant reminder for me to not give up so easily. And I think I have expressed this to both of you that my thing is learning empathy versus sympathy with my customers. But I've been doing a lot of role playing with my peers, you know, 
getting constructive criticism from, you know, my managers. Greg has been great. We sit down after some of my deals, you know, he lets me know what I did wrong or what I did perfect. And so that way I can apply it to my next deal. You know, it's funny. Most of the time when we're tracking and people come through class, typically the first month or two, sometimes you see a little bit of a dip right on their baseline, right? Why do you think that is? What kind of challenges did you run into when you were trying to implement some of the stuff you learned? I think it was more trying to get out of my own head because when I came back, I tried to do everything precise, exactly how we did it in class. And that doesn't work because every customer is different. So I had to learn how to take all the stuff that you taught me, but you might not do it in that order or you might not do it, you know, the exact same with, you know, Jason as I did with Dave or kind of just learning how to use all of that and keeping them in my toolbox but bringing them out when I need them because it's not always it's not always going to be the same verbiage with everybody. And then adjusting in my iPad because you know you guys were big on me using my iPad, using my menu, learning my tools, and I was kind of doing that you know in the moment. So it was a struggle. I thought it was easy, but my numbers were showing it was a struggle. So you know the more I did it and the more I changed things that worked for me, like instead of the four column, I only do two column. Instead of you know I just had to use what you gave me, but still implement it on what worked best for me. No, that's perfect. It's obviously what we preach in class. So it's good to hear you say that because it's put it in your own words. The process will always be the same, right? But customers different, scenarios different. Thank you. So you said you role played last time. What what did you guys, you know, what'd you tackle in your last role play? You know, I'll listen to what, you know, my teammate is saying and there's something I might take away. He like, if I have a customer who doesn't, you know, want anything and they want to walk away, you know, that's, that's, you're entitled to that. If you want to walk away completely unprotected, that's all, that's up to you. That's your decision. Well, that completely unprotected is something somebody else picked up. You know, it's just, um, we, we role play things like that with each other. Amy, if, if I can interject something, you've probably come a long way as far as utilizing all the things that you've learned about the customer from the, uh, the sales associate, as well as the time that you spend trying to understand them and, you know, the time you sit down and, you know, have some needs discussion and review things with them and introduce yourself. When you do get to a challenge and there is an objection, has that been helping you um, to overcome those type of objections a little bit more now that you're really spending the time to learn even more about the customer than what you used to? Oh, absolutely. Because when you're sitting in front of me and you tell me that you don't need the service contract, but you've got 80,000 miles on your car, Dave, uh, and you told me that you drive 20,000 miles a year, you're going to need the service contract. Remember when that alternator went out on your car and you told yep. me to come out of pocket? Well, wouldn't you much rather come out of pocket that $100 instead of that 800 that they charged you? So, you know, I just use those stories that they tell me out there or, you know, their car was totaled. So you did, you're familiar with GAP. You know why it's a benefit for you. You know why you need that on your loan. It just benefited you on your last loan. So, you know, conversations like that, I ask them, you know, what put you in the market? Why are you here right now? Why this car? Um, I don't necessarily ask the customer how many miles they drive a year because Jason told me never to ask that question. But, you know, your car had 30,000 miles on it when you got it. It's got 80,000 now. So this is basically what we're working with, you know, that type of thing. So she either practiced for this podcast. Laser sharp. Amy, that's great because, you know, all of that dialogue that you get, I mean, you're such a conversationalist. You you bring that energy to your customers and they naturally are going to respond to it. And being that you're uh, more tactical than ever to utilize those things to help you when there is, you know, resistance, I, I think that's fantastic. 
You've heard every objection in the book when selling a VSC. Just like Goldilocks and her porridge, your customers want that perfect fit. How can a perfect fit for them increase your dealership's bottom line by up to $1,800 per month? It's simple. With EFG's MAP, you can create a completely custom plan tailored exactly to the driving habits and budget of your customers. It's so easy to sell with condensed coverage levels, expanded surcharges and deductibles, and terms in 2,500 mile increments. Give your customers exactly what they want to increase customer satisfaction and product penetration. Sign up for MAP today and prepare to take your F&I profitability to the next level. Go to efgcompanies.com for more details. Now, uh, Ron Marhofer Auto Group has been really at the forefront, pushing themselves to transition to a more digital sales type of model, right? Oh, yeah. A digital sales platform. So can you kind of provide our listeners with maybe an overview of what the Ron Marhofer Auto Group is doing and has implemented to reach out to more potential buyers online? Well, you know, last year I came to Marhofer in the beginning of January, still COVID was um, nobody was really going anywhere. We weren't having right. people in the dealership. So it kind of changed things a lot as far as online. We do a lot of um, home, home deliveries, digital signing, e-contracting, just trying to make it you know convenience for our guests without even stepping into the dealership. Can you do the entire process online, Amy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they can go right online. And the, as far as the digital retailing on our website, if you click on our website, like there's a button you can push and it'll help you with rate, it'll help you with payments, monthly payment, down payment. You can even put your trade information in there. You can do everything that you need to do. We also have Accelerate My Deal. So you can use those and, you know, do everything right there on the website. Call me and we can get everything situated and you don't even never have to see my face. Have you been doing a lot of digital presentations? Yes. <laughs> yes. So how does that change things a little bit? Sometimes it's a little harder because when your customer's in front of you, you can tell facial expressions, you can tell, you know, resistance, feedback, you know, pull, whatever. On over the phone or online, you know, you're going through more text messages, you're going through more FaceTimes, you're going through, you know, trying, you just really have to know your product because how am I gonna see, how am I gonna, you know, give you an extended service contract if I don't know anything about it, but I need to describe it all to you over the phone. I can't show you a brochure. I can't show you these things. So what I did is, you know, once I go through it with my customer. I also took pictures of my my map that you gave me, you know, my map star that I pull out and show them uh, my visual and I send it to them via email so they can have visuals. It's made it challenging, but you can also there's ways to get around it to, to make it work. So that was going to be my next question. So to hear you say that and take pictures, email, text, that's awesome. Well, how many transactions in a month would you say um, happen completely online? Probably about five to seven percent, I would say. Last month, we had a lot. We probably had about 15 or 20. This month, we've got maybe so it just, it depends, but I'd say about five or 7% on the average. You think that has a big or small impact on whether your position or, you know, for, for what it's worth your production? Yes and no. I think it depends on who you're talking to. There's some people who, you know, they're online and doing this for a reason and they're, you know, they're, they're okay. And with whatever the, the confidence that you have and what you're, what you're presenting them. Um, and then there's other people who really just don't want to hear it because they're online and they want to get it over with. So it's just about engaging them. Have you had any situations where uh, customers starts online or your middle presentation they decide either in the sales or F&I you know 
part of the process that they, they want to come in and finish it in person? Absolutely. How often would you say that happens? Not as often as I'd like, but yes, it does happen. I mean, we actually, you know, we had a customer come in from New York. We were going to do a home delivery. And when I was presenting everything to him and he was like, you know what, Amy, he was like, I'd like to see this stuff face to face. I'd like to meet with you and actually drove here and went, we did the process face to face. So it turned from online to here at the dealership. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You know, Dave and I and the training team were, we're conducting uh, or working on a curriculum for the whole digital process. So you got to ask yourself, you know, I'm always like, well, why would they jump out at this point? Right. What's going on? It goes back to what you said earlier. Why? Right. Why? why? You just got to find out the why's. Yes. Yeah. Why? Dave, any other questions, sir, for Miss Amy? Well, Amy, you know, one of the things that we love to do on these podcasts is discuss kind of that number one thing that our listeners could take away from this conversation. And if you were to kind of summarize your growth and your performance increases and the joys that you're having in your role as an F&I manager there at Marhofer, what could be maybe one of those number one takeaways? for our listeners. You have to believe in what you're doing. One of the biggest things that I have learned is when you build value, price doesn't matter. And when you believe in what you're doing, you're building value without even knowing it. We're going to need Amy to come to every class. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. I mean, you have those customers who come in and they don't want to be over a 350 payment, but if the value changes for them and, you know, they walk out of here with a 550 payment because it makes sense to them. So you just have to make things make sense. And that's one of the biggest lessons I learned was first, I had to believe in what I was doing. Um, I had to find the value because if I can find the value, I can show you the value. Now, what you want to do with that value is up to you, but you'll find the value by the time you're done. with me. And I'm going to side with Amy on this one. I love that. You, know, you say you got to believe in what you're doing, right? And, and figure out the why. And, and I'm going to stick with that myself, right? So Dave, what is your takeaway from today's conversation, buddy? Well, Jason, I think uh, that... You know, Amy hit it right on the head when, and and you did as well, talking about how important and impactful just being confident with your your guest is. And and then also, if you recall, Amy said earlier in the podcast that she's really now refined her process. She knows what she's going to do with the customer, regardless of of personality. And, And I think that's added even more to her confidence is just going into it with a game plan. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, she's saying all the right things. It's awesome to see somebody that it has shown success, right? We track and then, but they're also saying all the right things and you, you can tell that, well, that's why you're being successful, right? She's trying new things. She's letting it evolve. Uh, she's got a process. She believes in it. So, and, and the thing I like too is she didn't let, you know, the digital deal being a little more challenging stop her. It was Let's think outside the box, literally, right? And uh, pun intended, and and try to figure out how I can get these visuals over there, or you know how I can make it work. So awesome! Well, Dave, man, it's always a pleasure being on here with you. Uh, thank you so much, Amy, for being on our show and for the great insight. That's all for today. If you would like to get in touch with us to let us know how we impacted your business or to ask questions for us to answer on the podcast, don't hesitate to email us at training services at efgusa.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, we would. And thank you so much for listening to our show today. If you like what you heard, please go ahead and rate us in Google Play or the iTunes store. And be sure to subscribe to hear more F&I talk outside the box. 